As you said, it's a very special Sunday today. Uh, most Sundays we kind of just key in on a passage, and today we kind of look at uh, a long and robust biblical timeline, going back to our the beginning of our existence all the way to our Savior's birth. But that story within that timeline is very, very good news. And so it's a celebratory Sunday, and um, all the more so, as I know if, if you're a regular here, you know we haven't seen our choir in the loft in a long time. And so um, we have that to praise God for as well. But in addition to the good news that we listen to today, unfortunately, multiple studies have actually shown us that we actually, that we as human beings actually gravitate to bad news. If you are scrolling through your news feed, you're more likely to click on a headline of bad news. Or if you are reading a newspaper, you're much more likely to stop and read a story that is bad news. And part of this is that we're wired in such a way that we react to things that are negative faster. We react with more intense emotion. And some of this is probably part of our survival reflexes in order to, to counter threats to our own well-being. But this has made us used to bad news and bad things happening. Good news of any given broadcast, if you are watching the news, it's often tucked away at the end, maybe just for a few minutes, a feel-good story that often has little impact on your own personal life, maybe someone's personal achievement or maybe children leading a fundraiser for a volunteer fire department. Recently, I just saw one on simply just a really impressive holiday lights display. And such is far too often the extent of the good news we hear. But the angels in our passages today, as we listen to the word of God, these angels tell us that the story we listen to this morning is good news that is cause for great joy. And on the surface, it doesn't appear to be of much consequence. It's the story of a baby born in a small town in a faraway land a long, long time ago. Though it may not be perceived by many of the time, this story is good news for each and every one of us. And it answers the greatest depths of longing in our lives and in our world. Now, we, of course, know this baby is the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, God's own son sent to be with us. But his reason for being born is very, very good news. This good news is the answer to all of the bad news that we created for ourselves, going all the way back to the dawn of our existence. When we turned from God, to do things our way, hiding from him in shame. And it's the story of so much of our human existence, causing so much of the pain in our world. We want to do things our way. We want to rule over ourselves. The problem is we're not very good at it, and we're not meant to. And so our world and its people, we've paid the price of our brokenness throughout our human timeline. But today, 
we hear the story that tells us that even as we hid from God in our shame, even as we made excuses for why we turned from God, God had already determined to do something about it. He had already determined to rescue us. He foretold it in the Garden of Eden. He foreshadowed it in Abraham's testing and his promises to Abraham. And he spoke his hope to his people while they were in exile through the prophets. And from them, he raised up the, rule, the one who is to rule over all and whose rule will transform all of the bad news of our world. That's the story we listen to today. And this answer to our bad news, this answer to our painful realities, it comes to us. He comes to us as a baby, showing us the mystery of God who took on flesh, setting aside his divine power and privilege in love in order to come to us in the midst of all of our painful realities, experiencing them for himself as one of us. But as he did so, he inaugurated his kingdom, which transforms our world. <clears throat> and with it, with his kingdom, with his rule, the place where he has his way is good news and favor for the poor, justice for the oppressed, freedom from our sins and victory over evil. Assured with his own death and resurrection, giving us the hope of knowing this good news in our lives now and seeing it fully when he returns. Along with the hope of eternal life with him. This, the longing of our souls, the hunger of our reality, the hope of our world is found in this story. It's found in Bethlehem, wrapped in clothing that is simply rags and laid in what's essentially a feeding trough. What is a feeding trough? Surprising and unnoticed to many. Not in, any, in many ways, not anything close to what people expected, but very much an event of unprecedented cosmic and eternal significance. The bad news that we are so used to, that we hear all the time, is not the final word. Here today is good news. The one who will transform our painful realities. The one who will restore ourselves and our world to God. The Lord Jesus is being born in Bethlehem is a picture of God entering this mess that we created. And answering it with the greatest news of all, which is himself. And as we will hear the angels of our passage say, this is cause for great joy for all the people. And with his good news in mind, holding to the hope of it and recognizing that our world needs it so much. Let's now move to praying together and lifting up our needs to God in hope that we will see him move and advance his kingdom. And so now let's pray together as a church.